Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Gonox Lair podcast, episode two of this fine month of February, and we're talking about achievements and top tens, yeah, that listeners have sent in. Exactly that, mate, yeah. Exactly that. Well, not exactly that, because you said achievements and top ten, it's actually going to be top ten and then achievements. Mm. I, th- I deliberately done that, because I've noticed that you like to correct me, so... I do, yeah. It's so easy to you do get it. off on it. Lots of lots of opportunities to do it. <laughs> How are you feeling? Are you feeling better? Well, you've made me a nice cup of tea and I had some delicious banana bread for the first time, homemade yeah. by your wife. Mm-hmm. Is that nice to refer to your wife as your wife? Well, she's mine, so yeah. It feels. I, don't I mean, I refer nice. to her as my wife. I don't call her by her first name. Do you? Mm-hmm. My wife. <laughs> my my wife. Um, <laughs> Could you draw me a bath? <laughs> are you like a Victorian gentleman? Are Absolutely, you? yeah. Look at this. Mm. I, look, I look wonderful. Mm-hmm. You do? You look like a, a male model. I also feel like I'm dying of consumption, so oh. it's very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What a way to go. So part two, yeah. Here we are. Mm-hmm. What you just said, what we're going to talk about. At the end of the episode, can I just say that I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, Ross? Yeah, A couple yeah. of questions. Mm-hmm. I say a couple. There's going to be three. Mm-hmm. And the question's... Will be answered mm. next episode. Mm. So you think about the answer. Next episode, we'll we'll get them. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to ask the questions of any guest that we have in the future. It's mm-hmm. going to form part of the guest uh, grilling. Okay. Which means that I'm going to ask all of the people who have previously been guests and get their answers as well. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's a test to them to see if they actually listen to the end of the episode. <laughs> Terry... Si says he doesn't even listen to the yeah. show, so he's, he fails. So it'll be Terry, Christian, Michael, Simon, Kelly, and Si. And um, we'll read them out next episode. Unless they refuse to answer, which would be a bit of a dick move, really. Wouldn't it? A dick move. Such a dick move. So, yes, look forward to that. Again, what have I done there? Oh, you've... Um... Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, as you remember, Ross, last episode we talked about our top 10 Xbox 360 games. That inspired our public yeah. to think of their own. Legions of fans. Yeah. And we have a few people who have sent in their, their, their thoughts on this and what their top 10s would be. Okay. I haven't read a lot of these out, so I'm just going to read them now. We'll see how it goes. Right. First mm-hmm. one's from Chris W. Kelly said to me yesterday, BT dubs, right? And I got, first of all, I was confused. Yeah. And then I was angry. And then I was just disappointed. I'm also confused that you referred to her as Kelly there when you established that you refer to her as my wife. My, my, my wife, my wife. Did you just say BT dubs? <laughs> Get out and stay in the cellar. <laughs> the cellar? Uh-huh. Oh, no. Well, if I say cellar, it's just a box. Ooh. Boxing Helena. That's an old reference. Yeah. So, Chris W. Doubler, BT Dubs, BT Dubs, Chris Dubs. <laughs> That's what Chris is going to be called for. This is going to be a long no, podcast. Fuck <laughs> is it? He said, hey dude, just listen to the second part of the podcast after part one yesterday. Cracking stuff as always. Cheers. Oh, First okay. off, the snake stuff. 
At least I wasn't bottom. Mm-hmm. Yep. T got a very respectable third two. Get her. Can't believe Simon got 1309, though. How is that even possible? I'm guessing it was him who suggested it then. Winky face. That bar game's game sounded totally mad as well. Surprisingly enough, I missed that one on the Amiga. Mm-hmm. As for the list, I thought there were some very worthy contenders in there, as you guys were saying. It's so hard to pick. For me, some of the ones you picked would definitely be in mine, though. Red Dead and Arkham Asylum, absolutely. But I may lean towards City, just for the combat being even slicker. If Asylum had City's combat, that would be the best thing ever. Can I can I interject with something? Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes a good point there, because I've never went back to the first one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the combat did evolve. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've just played it as it has evolved. So you moved on, yeah. Yeah. What was it like from City to uh, Origins? Pretty much no, no change. Oh, Origins. Ah, uh-huh. that shit one. I thought the combat's been solid in all of them. Okay, but there's no change in Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. It, it just feels like the same. Thank you for that. Feel free to interject at any time. Okay, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> because it's your podcast too, you know. I'm totally with Ross on Fallout New Vegas too. Fucking love that game. Played through it three times to do all of the separate faction stuff. Amazing DLC as well. I agree with him on that as well. Excellent. And I'm impressed that he went through it three times. Mm. Hardcore. Yeah. I think we'll find out later in the episode why that might be. What have I done there? Yeah. yeah. This is a fucking education review, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've got notes. I'm, I'm actually making notes on how to host a podcast. I've got some slides I'll show you at the end Thanks. of the episode. Finally, Orange Box as a single choice is a total no-brainer. I don't get how anyone could miss that out as a collection. I think that's a bit of a personal dig at me, but yeah, okay. It was okay, con- mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, agree, I agree with him entirely. He goes to say, anyone who leaves it out must be a fucking moron and doesn't deserve to have his own podcast. I never played Fortress, but all the others are totally stellar in their own right. Exactly. What a yeah. product. And for me, Bioshock would be my number one if I was forced to choose an order. We're not forced. We would never force you to do anything, Chris Dubbs. would never force you to do anything. But I am forcing. However, <laughs> that's one of my favourite games of all time on any platform. Interesting that you had Gorilla and State of Decay in. Two games I own and really liked what I played, but just haven't been able to put the time into. You made me think I should make the effort to go back. Good stuff. Not sure if I could distill it down to a top ten. Not sure how you guys did it. There are some obvious ones, as I mentioned, but so hot to round it out. Mass Effect 1 or 2 would be in for me too. Witcher 2 as well, and either Dead Space 1 or 2. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's almost 10 already. We never we never mentioned the Mass Effect games, did we? Cause or Witcher. I didn't really gel with the Mass Effect. I finished the first one, and I got halfway through the second one. That everyone seems to think is the best one, mm-hmm. and I was just not enjoying it. I got bored of the first one quite quickly, though. Mm-hmm. As I do with many games. The first one was quite ropey, though. I mm. thought. And then apparently it just went, fell apart. And Andromeda uh, was a piece of shit. There was a lot of um, controversy, wasn't there? What a shame. Next we've got Wayne. Mm-hmm. Hi, Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Potentially the next guest. Who knows? He says, on the show you asked for other top ten, so I put this together, being an all-time fave games list. Oh, he's... Fucking hell. So, number ten. Berserk on the Atari 2600. Mm-hmm. Ever played that? Um, No. Okay. But uh, it's a popular, popular game. I will say that when Wayne does come on... We're going to get him to talk a little bit more about this topic. Oh, nice. Just to explain these choices. Mm-hmm. Tron, Deadly Discs, in television. Ever play that one? I didn't have access to that console. Mm, in television, funny name for a fucking console. Like Wasn't that the one that was up against the Atari 2600? Mm, yeah, Number eight, Twin Kingdom Valley on the C64. Now, sadly, I wanted to 
do some homework on that one. Yeah. And I will. I'm going to have a look at that because, you know, I'm a C64 lover. Number seven, Death Chase. Yeah. Spectrum. I think it's a bell, lad. Did we play that for the the driving special? Uh, we did, didn't we? I don't... I, I think I did, you know. Or I'll tell you where you've seen back? it. Okay, sorry. Because <laughs> I remember it was at the... You know when we went to Game 2.0 at ah, the Centre of Life? Right, yeah. And they had these capsules mm-hmm. of... Um, of each console or computer and the on the spectrum running on the forty eight K with the rubber keys that yep. had death race. There you go. That'll be it. Number six, Bruce Lee, C sixty four. Now Christian talked about that, didn't he? When he came on his Yeah, list. I love that. It was a like single screen kind of um platformer, but you could there was also combat. Like you played Bruce Lee and you were always chased by a ninja and a fat sumo wrestler. And you could actually play two players where the other player would take control of the sumo wrestler, you know, to try and right. kind of like Left for Dead's versus mode. Yeah. But you could help, you know, if you wanted to try and make the game easier. Number five, Red Dead Redemption, PS3. Yeah. Good choice. Number four, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons on the Intellivision. I love how he goes from... I know. <laughs> it's all over, isn't it? I, I had Advanced Dungeons and Dragons for the 2600. Well, I see I had it. I, I had a friend who, who lent us it. And that game, fuck me. The book was, uh, the instructions was like a book. Right. And that block over there is not actually a block. It's actually such ah, and right, such. Okay. There was loads of that going on. He's got uh, number three, Elite on the Amiga. Now, I'm ashamed to say this. I had no, I had Elite for the Amiga and I couldn't make head nor tail of the game. Ah, it was a really intense one, wasn't it? And you've got Elite. is the, the one on the Xbox now. Aye. Got Renegades, is it? No, it's Elite. Elite. Renegade. Uh, I can't remember. It's meant to be um, quite a challenging... Yeah. Sim, isn't it, really? I mean, it's most popular or well-known on the BBC. All right, okay. Because it's one of the few games that came out first on the BBC. Right. The, you know, the BBC wasn't a, um, a games machine, really. It was, it was designed for schools. Right. Like, my school had a computer lab and oh, had BBCs in. Libraries as well. You had them, in, but you're like quite a bit younger than me. I think it would have been at the, my first school. All right. Uh, when I went to like St. Peter's or something, they would have had them. It's more from my brother. I remember him telling us about them, really. Oh, f- uh, number two, GTA 5. Mm-hmm. PS3. And number one, Skyrimming. PS3. <laughs> he says, honourable mention goes to the Spectrum game Halls of the Things. Mm-hmm. It was dead simple, total class. Uh, Wipeout for PlayStation. And Adventure for the Atari 2600, which is an absolute classic, isn't it? Now, Adventure, because we'll always mention that pack mm. that I've got for the PlayStation, Adventure's on there. Yeah, is it? Uh, ah. I, I I wouldn't mind having a go of it. Yeah. Also, I'm going to set myself a challenge. In the next coming um, months, I'm going to buy the new Wipeout. Okay. I just feel like I had so much love for Wipeout. Why have I not bought that? <laughs> well, time to change that baby. Amend that. Next up, we've got Simon. He goes for Skate 2, best skate sim and sports game ever. Mm-hmm. Three got too gimmicky for me. Rock Band, the best party game ever. Never regretted buying the full band kit. Oh, did he get that, did he? Imagine <laughs> I'm that set up. Uh-huh. COD 4, sank about a month of my life into it. Can't not put it in. Technically did it on the X360, but it is that generation. So. That's Modern Warfare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the first Which I did that. enjoy. Uh-huh. Like, it's the only one that I really did. Mm-hmm. Like, Tomb Raider Reboot. 
Probably the first game I ever 100%ed twice. Wow. He did it on the PlayStation 4 as well. Hey, that's impressive, though. Why? Uh, GTA 5, the other game I 100%ed twice. That's probably more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Portal 2, had so much fun alone and then played all the co-op missions with a friend far away. We tried that and we didn't complete it at all. The problem with the co-op missions, I'd already played them through with Terry. Right, so okay. I felt like once you'd played the co-op missions, you knew how to do them. Uh-huh. It kind of... That's what made it not hit my top 10 I, I, because I only ever finished it once mm. and I feel like, I don't know, it's, it is it is a class game though. It's something I want to, I wish I had access to it because I would like to show Louise it. All right. Just because I think it's a game that might get into like something, like yeah. the first person type of genre. Awesome stuff. He said the replayability was great and would happily play it again and hate that it hasn't been remastered for PS4. Mm-hmm. Orange Box, he's obviously not one of these morons who left it out. Mm-hmm. I remember watching my friend play Half-Life on his PC in 98 or 99. Never played it myself, and Orange Box blew my mind, as well as giving me Portal. We're never going to get Half-Life 3. No. Not with that attitude. No. <laughs> you should be programming it. <laughs> Uncharted 2, probably the greatest game ever made, in my opinion. The reason I went from X360 to PS3 before the end of their life cycle. Now, a game that I regret never playing. Well, I got, you know, the pack I got with me PlayStation 4 was yep. the remastered three of them. Mm-hmm. And I finished two, I remember talking about it on the podcast. I haven't started playing three. It's, for some reason, I just wanted a break because I blasted through one and two so quickly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fucking class. Like, mm-hmm. it, everything they've done, they just nailed so well. Beautiful looking game. Yeah, it is. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. I hate stealth games and it was so good it made me persevere through stealth sections. That is re- that cuts the chase. That That's a class comment, that, because yeah. that's exactly how I uh, um, feel. I thought you'd like that, you being... Uh, Anti-stealth. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-stealth. I prefer just walking into a room. Yeah, and dealing with it. Sneak in. Finally, says, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. One of the finest indie titles ever made and I played it over and over. The game The Last Guardian wished it could be. Ooh, Ooh that's a controversial comment. Yeah, I, I I wanted to ask Simon about Last Guardian because um, I was interested he bought it. Mm. Brothers, for me, what was a really, really good game, and I don't want to spoil the ending, but I thought the ending was powerful. Yeah, it was a very powerful game. It was a, it was a great idea, wasn't it? The way yeah. you used... So you controlled both brothers at all times uh-huh. with each stick being allocated to, one, to a different brother. Uh-huh. And some of the puzzles were really, really um, cool. Very clever game. Enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I did, yeah. sent us a message as well yay hiya Michael been a while mate mm-hmm. what are you doing yeah Reed? great he said want to know my best 10 games on the 360 okay then <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with Terraria I like Terraria it's a nice game very time consuming and addictive but the hours spent on it were all pleasant ones for me I believe Tom has always going to mention Terraria so I'll say no more myself than I like Terraria it's nice Michael hasn't listened to the last episode no <laughs> Left 4 Dead 2 scary fast paced teamwork reliant and scary 
I said scary twice because it's double scary. I'd love a third, but it doesn't look likely. No. Sad because, as William Shakespeare said, a better zombie game there has not been. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. Rockstar came up Donald's again with this one. Donald's? What the fuck? I love a Western me. I love a good game too. This... Oh, Trump. Came up Trump's. I've just got it. You've got the job oh, halfway knee that. deep into Soz. the... <laughs> These powers combined and I am captain having fun with games. <laughs> the exploration, the setting, environment, graphics all worked so sweetly with the fluid gameplay and I enjoyed so much. The Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Lord of the Rings is Eye of Sauron. Many of them. Nasty evil within each one while you're expecting to enjoy more of the beautiful landscape and fancy castles and that. Go on then. Have some of that. For hours. Lots of hours of that. You know that's interesting. He, he picked uh, Oblivion. It's I, I hadn't finished it. So I went back to it, uh-huh. like about two or three years after I'd bought it, just to finish it. Uh-huh. And it, God, it looked so bad, right. so squashed. But mm-hmm. yeah, when I first bought my 360, uh-huh. I was wandering around looking in the sky. and the flowers were beautiful. Yeah. Next he says, this is where I was going to say GTA 5, but then I remembered all I could ever do in the 360 version was stare at clouds while the game tried to get me in, or back <laughs> in as it crashed regularly. GTA 5 will be on my top 10 Xbox One games, though, because it's such a great game, as... Mm-hmm. I think we both said. Well, I certainly said. No, I haven't got it for my ah, platform. Okay. I finished it on the 360. I ah, didn't really okay. have many issues. Next you see is Assassin's Creed. Well, a funny one, this. I don't like Assassin's Creed games. I did when there was only one, but then I didn't anymore. The first one was so fancy and swish, and I loved every second of it. Then I played the sequel, and it was good, but I didn't enjoy it. It hadn't advanced enough and felt like more of the same, which, despite what I said, I was fulfilled with the first one and needed something new. Many would argue that it did progress, but I say to those people, Tom, do a Jeff Bridges voice. Okay, well, that's just like your opinion, man. Mm. Mm. Okay, that's just like your opinion, man. That was that was all right. Oh, that was okay, Michael. <laughs> Beverage here. No, that was terrible. Mm. Fable 2. Come on, it's got to be in there, surely, is what I said to myself when I was deciding my top 10 games on the Xbox 360. And I heeded my advice, and here it is. Fable 2. A cracker of a game with a unique look and feel at the time for a fantasy game. It was deceptively dark at times and could throw you from a canny little haunt through pretty towns and forests into a dark and creepy flooded and abandoned village, a claustrophobic cavern. Great game, the best in the series by far. I was thinking when we were talking about games on the 360, we didn't mention Fable. Oh. Um, I, I played Fable 2 and 3 on that platform, and I'd finished the first one on the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. I thought they were very British. Like the sensibilities and the yeah. human stuff. Fallout New Vegas. Oh, yeah. Possibly small enough to be a larger DLC or expansion, but still worth paying full dollars for. Not quite the masterpiece, but one of my favourite games. See my number one. Little hint there. He's done that thing that we were talking about. Uh-huh. The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Ah, oh, cool. Beautiful. Everything about it. The looks, sounds, music, artwork. Borderlands 2. My second fave game of all time. I love you, Gearbox. Have my babies. <laughs> You made the grind fun and showed me how much humour you can put in a game the player themselves treats as fun or serious. Top job, thank you. Please give me Borderlands 3 in a real life North Fleet so I can blow it all up. That must be a reference to something within mm. the game that I don't know. <laughs> Finally, number one is Fallout 3, my number one and fave game of all time. I could talk for hours about it. All you need to know is that it's my best game, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and a few notable mentions. Soul Calibur 4, a really good fighter with character creation, which was as much fun as the game itself. He mentioned that on the fighting game special. Yeah. 
Borderlands, a perfect example of a developer listening to the fans. Borderlands was a good game but became samey after a while. Everything needing improved was improved for the sequel, and you know how good that was, or at least how good I say that it was. Rage. Rage was published with the help of the mighty Bethesda, but the game lacked that little something. It was too short and didn't have the exploration it claimed to have. However, it looked beautiful and bleak at the same time, and was a nice specimen indeed. Yeah, I'd forgot about Rage. Sounds like he's describing me there. <laughs> Prototype, another game that became a little so-so as it went on, but the idea and gameplay were pretty good. The cities weren't very big, and you found yourself in the same areas regularly and doing the same things, but there was something there for me that stopped me putting it down. I hoped they'd improve on the first and release the second with a lot more going on, but it never came. Mm. Well, I had fun there. My gaming PP thanks you all for listening. Ah. Crack on and have a nice time with the rest of the show. Maybe. Thank you very much. Next we have the wonderful at Nylar. Oh, sweet. Ethel the Frog. He's recently changed his name on Twitter mm. to something like Ethas, Etha Frogs or something like that. If I was a professional, I would have made a note of what it was now. But <laughs> he says, hi guys, here's my 10 most favourite PS Vita games for your enjoyment. Oh. Vita, probably Vita. The Binding of Isaac. I've mentioned many times that I'm not very good at games, particularly difficult ones. Yeah, he created one of the most difficult ones. But for some reason, I really got on with this one. I'll never 100% it, but I've completed a run through many times and still play it now, albeit on the Switch. Terraria. Hey! Oh, no, a lot of love, Terraria. 2D Minecraft. Fair enough. I've had many hours of enjoyment creating crap houses in this game. <laughs> Nothing like Tom's masterpieces, admittedly. Thanks. But I love the aesthetic and it plays beautifully on the Vita. TXK. Tempest on the Vita. Jeff Minter's brilliant reimagining of an old 80s arcade classic is just sublime. We played that, didn't we, Tempest? Yeah. Your song for Tempest was awesome, actually. Oh, thank you. Persona 4, Golden. Incredibly good JRPG with some fantastic oddball characters and a great story. The opening music won it for me. Oh, did it, mate? Yeah, you're going then. Typical of JRPG grind almost ruined it, but it's a fantastic game, whichever platform you choose to play it on. Yeah, um, I was listening to some podcasts and I was talking about games of the year, and I think it's Persona 5 or 6, the newest one. Uh-huh. It made us want to jump back into the JRPG pool. Okay. I haven't played a JRPG since one of the Final Fantasies. Yeah. 13 was the last one that I played, I think, on the Xbox One. No. It might have been that one with me as well. I don't know who was in it, but yeah, I think that was the last one I played. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just couldn't get, I couldn't stick with it. Nah, I couldn't. Mm. No. Next up, Patapon Three, a fantastically silly but quite deep rhythm-based adventure with some of the cutest characters ever. Uncharted: Golden Abyss, another Uncharted game. Mm-hmm. Despite all the criticism, this is a good game. Crammed onto the Vita, it looks great and plays great. The silly touchscreen, backscreen, gyroscope, gimmicky stuff almost spoils it, but it's great nonetheless. Proteus, utterly brilliant acid trip of a game. There's no point trying to describe it. You need to experience it with headphones. Cool. Rogue Legacy, an excellent platform in roguelike. My introduction to the modern version of this gaming cliche. Like the Binding of Isaac, as you play, you unlock items that will help you in future attempts. Also, after each death, your new character might have a flaw stroke strength like gigantism, which makes you stronger, but unable to get through some gaps. Or Corporalia, which makes you swear a lot. That, that's a game I showed you. I, I had that for you the, did? the PlayStation. Of course you did, yes. I, I went through it. Um, I, I enjoyed it. When yeah. I was reading that, it rang a bell, the, the different 
legacies and things, mm-hmm. but passed down hereditary. Yeah, of course. Like another one's colour blindness, yes. and you, it's black and white. It, Excellent. It was a good game. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I wonder what the differences were between uh, Vita and PlayStation Four. I can't see there being much because it was a very like indie title, wasn't it? So. Mm. Fez. Too much has already been said about this game, but it works really well on the Vita. A 2D platformer that introduces a third dimension as well. Such a shame that Phil Fish turned out to be such a cunt. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we'll echo those. Such a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Because we talked about him quite a bit after that documentary. Yeah, we did. I can't really remember. I was horrendously drunk. He was a bit of a dick like. Didn't come across well at all. No. Finally, Borderlands 2. It was a mess when it first released, but subsequent updates turned this into a damn good portable version of the game. Mm. Why they chose the Vita is a mystery, but it's definitely worth a look. Cheers, Ethel the Frog. Nice, brilliant list. Yeah, From really a platform good. that I think Christian has the earlier model uh-huh. of the uh, PlayStation handheld. We've got absolutely no experience with it, though, have we? I did play a white belt on it, I think, at Christian's. Oh. Was it good? Yes, it was very oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I did play a white belt and it was fucking shit. Thank you very much for everybody that sent in those top tens. Really appreciate it. If anyone else wants to send in their top, their top tens, they feel inspired to join in that top ten party. Mm-hmm. Top ten party, please do. And maybe it's coming soon. We might do different um, time period mm-hmm. top tens because we just covered the three hundred and sixty and the PlayStation um, three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the world is our clam, <laughs> as they say. And we can do what we want. Mm-hmm. Send them into at Gonarchslayer at G-O-N-A-R-C-H-S-L-A-I-R or email Gonarchslayer at yahoo.co.uk uh, Facebook page or Ross. 
And th- that's it. Yeah. Nothing about. Uh... <laughs> oh, the fire on the flare. Yeah, nah. Yeah. I don't look to the skies anymore. No. Keep no. your head down. Yeah. Keep your head, head down. down. Keep out the way. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. So now we've got a bit of chatter about achievements. Mm-hmm. Now we don't mean personal life achievements, of course. <laughs> that would be a long fucking list. Actually, short for me. I've already achieved everything I ever wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Case closed. Please see my wife. Oh, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, well. Yeah. Mm. Please, well, you don't see my, don't look at my wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it's achievements on video games. It's going to be mainly Xbox, PlayStation, PC, I suppose, have them. Yeah, they do, yeah. Uh, so this was a topic suggested by Chris Dubbs. <laughs> He's going to fucking love that, that, that nickname. Chrissy Dubbs. I uh, just want to quick, give a quick shout out to trueachievements.com without whom I wouldn't have been able to get my list because fuck that. <laughs> it made it really easy, this website, to, to find all of the information. Mm-hmm. And it's got guides and stuff for the achievements, how you can actually unlock them and stuff. And Brilliant. Really, really helpful. It'll give you the date they were unlocked, how much gamer score and stuff. So mm-hmm. I really like that. Or you could, you could register, you just put your uh, gamer tag in email address whatever and it just pulls it all from Xbox mm-hmm. some of your accounts will be massively compromised now but fuck it at least I've got a podcast out of it <laughs> so yeah it was worthwhile having a deeks Ross what are your thoughts on achievements are they beneficial or a hindrance would you say the funny thing is is that gen- that generation when I loaded up my 360 like mm-hmm. booted it up and started playing on a game something popped up with that green bleeding yeah like and I was confused initially, what, uh-huh. and then I didn't know what the hell the point was in them, uh-huh. and then, so there's an arc to it. Then there was a point where I was quite, I really wanted to unlock achievements, yes. and you know, I would, I would boot up a game, look at what I could get, and try and do it. And then there was the, the period where I couldn't give a rat's ass about them again. Yep. And this generation of game, I don't give a fuck about trophies. I couldn't care less about them. It, it for a long time, kind of ruined games for me. Because, as you know, I used to, before I even started playing the game, I would check the achievements list. Mm-hmm. So that I... Because one thing I fucking hate about achievements is when it forces you to play the game through again. Yes. If I want to play it through again, I will. And I've mentioned this before on the, on the podcast a couple of times. Mm-hmm. If I want to play through a game more than once, I will. You don't need to sort of encourage us to do so by giving us these fucking meaningless achievements. Mm-hmm. Playing on the fact that they know that people are... Like, a lot of people desperately want to get 100% completion on, on different games... Even though it means absolutely nothing. It's all just like bragging rights. I don't like it. I really don't like it when they encourage you to do that in that way. And so I used to start a game. I'll check the achievement list so that I could play through the game and unlock the most achievements on the first playthrough. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to miss any. Mm-hmm. And like I say, that kind of ruined games because especially that condemned one where I was trying to like get all the birds and stuff. Yep. It ruins the flow, the natural flow of the game, because usually if it's a collectible one, especially which I fucking hate, I hate they're them, usually yeah. hidden away in places you would never find them unless you scoured every single inch. Pixel hunts—that's all it is. Aye. It's Aye. just pointless. I think didn't Bioshock have oh, audio logs and stuff like that? I think in Bioshock, maybe. I'm sure it had stuff that you had to search around, and I couldn't oh, yeah. give a fuck about it. Like, yeah, because it's—I'm terrible at that sort of thing anyway. Yeah. It, it just. It, you're not searching for something for half an hour. It's not really the way my brain works. I like completing things completely. Um, I'm not not as bad with games as I used to be, mm-hmm. but I basically I changed my mindset and I got to the point where I realised it was ruining the games for us. So I said to myself, right, do not look at the achievement list until yeah. at least you've finished the camp the campaign of a game. Mm-hmm. So you don't look at it. If an achievement pops up, it's exciting. It's like, oh, cool, what's that for? 
because I still get that sort of Pavlov's dogs salivating thing when it pops up. That noise still triggers. You know, mm-hmm. I'm saying about the Nintendo Game Boy startup noise. <laughs> it still makes it go ooh, mm-hmm. excitement. So I do love achievements. I think they're a great little addition. But I think just fucking be chill. Don't worry about them. If you get one, great. If you want to work towards one, fantastic. But don't let it get in the way of the game itself. Yeah. I would also say another thing I find, well, a thing I find annoying with achievements, if you're trying to go for 100%, I'll use a one, for example, um, Command and Conga. Uh-huh. It had achievements to play online, yet the servers were. Yeah. yeah. So you couldn't get 100%. Yeah. There's a few videos. Is it Inside Xbox who do some really good. Um, they, they did one that I watched that you shared. I like their videos the anyway. achievements. Yeah. There were some fucking hilarious ones. When you think King Kong's got some of the easiest achievements ever. Apparently, it's so easy to get the top. It's a thousand, isn't it? To, uh, For a full price game, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. And then it changed it, I think. DLC affects it as well. It does, yeah. which I found annoying when I had Halo Reach, mm-hmm. which was the own, well, one of the few games that I had full achievements on. And then when they released the DLC, I didn't anymore because yeah. so it like takes it back off you that's kind of hard mm-hmm. well it it just raises the bar doesn't it yeah so what we asked and again we've got some people who've written in with theirs uh, what we were asking for was the first and last achievement earned mm-hmm. the hardest achievement to attain mm-hmm. easiest achievement mm-hmm. uh, the achievement you're least proud of mm-hmm. and the achievement you're most proud of cool so let's get stuck the fucking right First up, we got the lovely Chris Dubbs. <laughs> he's getting a lot of shout-outs. Oh, I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about that. Nickname. He's just going to email in, stop calling me that. <laughs> Injunction. Hey, dude, achievement spiel incoming. Apologies in advance for the length of this. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Nope. First off, I just have to say that I love achievements. Used to be a total achievement hunter and still am to some degree, time permitting. Always loved the fact it added longevity to games and rewarded you for putting in the effort even if it was only something small. No wonder Sony copied them with trophies. So without further ado, my first ever achievement was free fall on Dead Rising. Dropped from a height of at least 16 feet. Unlocked it totally by accident and had no idea what just happened. <laughs> Little did I know that what was in store for me on the achievement path. My last achievement was Ashes to Ashes on Witcher 3. Complete the contract on Therizane. That means taking out a powerful Earth Elemental. Nice little quest. Mm-hmm. I like those achievements that you get when people see and they know that you've done a particular thing, especially when it's difficult. Yeah. They're like, wow. Well, I'll get to that on um, one of my achievements. Excellent. You've done that thing again. Uh Uh-huh. Hey! People are sick of it now. (laughs) (laughs) Easiest achievement, I think, was it it begins on Street Fighter 4. Literally just setting your title and icon on your profile card. I'd forgotten that one, yeah. (laughs) Hardest was a tough one to pick. Honourable mentions go to Legendary Dark on the Darkness. Completing that on the hardest difficulty level and brains on Borderlands, Zombie Island of Dr. Ned. Anyone who got that will know exactly what I mean. Hardest overall though was probably That's Just Crazy. Complete complete Gears 3 on insane difficult level. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. Defeating Mira, or Mira at the end was fucking solid. Mm-hmm. Achievement I'm least proud of is The Artist on Dead Rising. Score at least 3,000 PP from a single photo. I believe I got this snapping a sexy shot of Jesse as requested in one of the missions. Canny dodgy stuff going on. It was a Japanese developer though. So. <laughs> Is that racist? Have you seen that bit on um, Metal Gear Solid where he's looking at the 
Is it a poster? <laughs> from the original one. It's and he's on the supposed to be like wanking off. Oh, God. Because he's talking to him. What on, you don't have time for that snake. Mm-hmm. Lastly, achievement I'm most proud of was again a tough one. More honourable mentions have to go to Redeemed, get 100% completion in Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. and Commando on Gears 1, completing that on insane difficulty. Oh, fuck. Big Gears fan. That first boss on the first Gears. Oh, is that remember? on the train? Yeah, what was yeah. it called? Ram or, or something? Uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. Ah, I was just he, looking at that last night, actually. Hated that motherfucker. It was really tough. He was a we- bullet sponge of the highest order. I actually turned down the skill level to beat him, thinking I'll go back to it. I never did. I read the guy, to how you do it, apparently you've got to shoot him with a torque bow to reduce his shield, and then you fill him with bullets. Uh, and then he, his shield regenerates and you shoot him again with a torque bow. Was the torque bow in the first game? Apparently so, yeah. Right. It's and, been or, or throw grenades to him as well. He was a... I wish we'd known that. It was a massive jerk. Because we played that together, didn't we? No, that was the second Are one. Sure? I'm sure we played that the one. The second one we didn't finish as well because we got to this one point where we had to do it a couple of times. Uh-huh. In the cutscene beforehand, all you just went, uh, I've had enough. I, I just that. can't I can't play this anymore, Ross. I can't do it anymore. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> <then, laughs> all serious? <laughs> you did. Uh, Chris Dubbs says, I'm probably most proud of Hide, Run, Survive on Alien Isolation, though. Completing the quarantine mission without being killed by the alien. I did this without any guides or anything, or sneaky reloads. Just a lot of patience and effort, not to mention holding my breath and shitting myself. Absolutely loved that game. Now, I forgot to mention in the first episode that I've bought a headset, an Xbox official stereo headset, mm-hmm. which is really helpful when you're playing Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. And that's a game that I'm actually looking forward to playing through with the headset on. Brilliant, yeah. Because it'll be really immersive. I just wanted to say. Mm-hmm. He says he forgot to mention the Little Rocket Man life achievement story in relation to hardest achievements too. Although I obviously missed out on that in the end, so I guess I can't count it. The story is, so he's given it a good shot. All right. Going all the way through with the scout car stroke buggy, picking up the little guy and trying not to smash the TV after he falls out for the 100th time. Yeah. I get him all the way to the rocket eventually and put him and put him in and fire it up thinking, yes, what a fucking effort, yay me, etc, etc. I wait for the lovely achievement pop and nothing happens. I got the gnome in the rocket and launched, but forgot to shut the cargo door first. Oh. It still haunts me to this day. I remember trying that, and I just couldn't do it. It was... I remember I went on... I uh, just went online and said, how do you do this? And someone said, it's easy. You just open up the boot and put them in, and then close the boot door on the car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, fucking hell. But it was just obviously... That's not how you do it. You've told me that before. That's how much that's haunted you. <laughs> that was that was a fucking horrible... You got trolled. <laughs> That was one that ruined the game for me, though, that entire level, because I was trying to do that from the off. Because mm-hmm. it's not one that you want to go back through. It's, it's the entire episode two, isn't it? It's not quite entirely. It's after Alex, I think, comes round. You find him in a shed, the gnomes, underneath like a bench in the shed or something like that. Yeah. And then you, like, you've got to carry him all the way through the game. Well, strangely enough, Le- Left for Dead 2 actually yes. done a homage to that yeah, um, achievement where you had to carry the gnome all the way through the... The mission, in it? it's yeah, it's the one that starts in the trailer park and ends with the um, rock concert, yeah. and it was it was good because on that game, you know, melee you, weapon, wasn't you it? could all take turns carrying it. Was it a melee weapon? It or? wasn't. No, but you could still push enemies when you had it. Right. Okay. But it was a good. Um, oh, it was nice. Nice touch. Yeah. Back when Valve made games and gave a shit. Yep. Bastards. Next, we have the lovely Michael again. Yay! Hi, team. He says, say in a Mario voice, It's a me, a Michael. <laughs> so I know you're doing stuff about Xbox 360 achievements, and I wanted to share because nobody else ever cares what I say. <laughs> oh. Read on and see why. 
My first achievement on the 360 of Xbox was on the game packaged with my console, Viva Piñata. Don't ask me what that was about, I have no idea. It was colourful, I know that. It was probably for children, I can tell you that too. I can also say I played it for perhaps longer than I should have, being an adult at the time. An adult that prefers games such as those you learn about in the very near future, or past. <laughs> When you read out my top 10 games, well, you, we you, already have. You know, um, so it was the past. <laughs> you know, that game, that was Rare, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it's on the Rare bundle thing, isn't it? So what's funny about, well, not funny, but it's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Microsoft paid a shitload of money to get Rare to make first party games for really? the, for the uh, Xbox. That's what they came out with. And so they got them from Nintendo. Uh-huh. So... The N64 generation, we're not, we didn't have that particular car, console, but Rare was one of the best mm. third-party makers for that console. So they, they made um, GoldenEye, mm. um, Perfect Dark, and stuff like that. Right. Conquest Bad Fur Day, I think they might have made as well. Okay. Anyway, for the Xbox, they didn't quite cut the mustard, really. Yeah. They made that, and the, I think they made that Attack of the Goo... Attack of the Ghoulies or something. Okay. Yeah. Which is not very well loved. No. Shame. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, the achievement for Viva Piñata was called Talent, and it rewarded me for reaching level 10. That's all I have to say on that one. Let's move on, so I may redeem. My latest achievement on 360 was on the game known as XCOM Enemy Unknown. Lovely game, nice idea, and something I hadn't seen before. I didn't play for long, but put enough hours into it to unlock Badaboom for killing 50 aliens with explosive weapons. I have real life experience in, the, in that field, so it was pretty easy. <laughs> My latest overall, as there aren't any available on Battlegrounds yet, would be a FIFA 18 one. I know, I know, but it's a decent game for jumping in and out when you only have 30 minutes or so. It was a league title one in Ultimate Team. Mm-hmm. I could possibly use Badaboom as a toughest for ease and say it's because I didn't find Enemy Known easy at all, but I won't. There were tougher ones, I'm sure. I'll find one now. Hi, me again, a few hours later. Wow, that Xbox website isn't easiest to navigate. <laughs> I found out... We should have used that true achievements one, then I said. I didn't feel comfortable giving my game a time again. Fair play, fair play. I found what may well be my proudest moment of Xbox 360 gamesmanship. Borderlands 2's Pirates Booty DLC wasn't particularly hard, but in Ultimate Vault Hunter mode, it was a nightmare. I couldn't get through the main quest in Ultra Ultimate Vault Hunter mode. It was just too hard, and I desperately wanted to have at least one full DLC completed, so I chose my favourite. It took an age to do properly, discovering all locations and completing all missions, including all side missions, but I did it, and I was really, really chuffed, because it was solid as. Completionist and gadabout achievements earned, and in Ultimate Vault Hunter mode. The end. Unless you want to hear my hardest achievement on all consoles without going on about it too much, because believe me, we went on about it. Anyone who got into Destiny and tried to run a raid with their fire team without one player dying will appreciate this one. Flawless. Flawless was a source of frustration for many teams of Guardians, as they didn't understand the rules for getting the achievement, including us. It turned out you couldn't die at all, at any stage, not just at the boss, no deaths whatsoever, no failing in the puzzles, no being stared down hard by the harpies, nothing. Life at all times for everyone. And you couldn't use checkpoints to come back the following night. It had to be done in one fell swoop. Before Destiny I parted ways, this became one of the most difficult things I ever did in gaming, and one of the most rewarding in terms of organisation, planning, and effort alongside Pentakill in Smite, which I believe must be a five kill streak, maybe? Mm. And we may as well do my easiest too. Sorry to be vague, but it has to be those you get when you log into a new game for the first time, or ones gained for simply levelling up, or those tutorial completion ones. 
Yeah, like famous ones like press B to duck. <laughs> press B to pay your respect. Yeah. Andrew sent in a couple of his. His best achievement was top 500 BF1 because A penis reasons. <laughs> his worst achievement, top 0.1% headshot length on BF4. Many hours lying about 3,000 metres away from anything. He says he thinks the hardest achievement was getting all gold licences on Gran Turismo, the highest licence. I remember that being well hard, the very first one if I remember rightly. It was in some shitty Mazda MX-5 and you literally couldn't make even the slightest mistake. If you missed a gear by a bit, you'd lose one hundredth of a second and fail. It was brutal. took me like two weeks to try. In the end, it was pure muscle memory. I could probably have done it blindfolded. Technically not a game of score achievement, that one, because uh, it was on the PlayStation 2, I think. Oh, right. But worth mentioning anyway, because mm-hmm. it was an achievement in gaming. Adam, he sent in something about an achievement he's least proud of. Uh, it's the same as most proud of for him. It was Lucky Fishing Hat on WoW, World of Warcraft. Right, yeah. Level 19 Twink. So, this is what you had to do. Get fishing up on your level under 19 character. Go to 30-40 zone, so an area where level 30 or 40 is hang about. Mm-hmm. So, where you shouldn't be really at that at that level. On a Sunday between 2 to 4 server time for a fishing tournament. Fucking yep. hell. Fish on a tiny little island away from any mobs, because you'll die in a few hits. Fish randomly spawning pools that only appear for this tournament between those times. Probably three pools or so at any one time on this tiny island free from death with a three to five minute respawn time. You've got to pray no higher level guys from other factions come past and wreck you. Click fish and wait for the bob animation to click it as many times as possible in your two hour window per week. Fish had a 0.25% drop chance. Can't remember how many months it took me. Fucking hell. It was so boring, but at the same time, you only had a tiny window of opportunity to get it. Apparently, it took one guy nine months. <laughs> it's not hard, it's just boring and frustrating uh-huh. when you get wrecked by high-level boyos. And at the times, I thought, what is my life? <laughs> <laughs> what is life? It's what is love, isn't it? Baby, don't fish here. <laughs> Finally, we got Simon. Hi, Simon. He said, no idea of my first, but it would have been on Viva Piñata. Most recent was Robot Hunter on Crank, or whatever this fucking game I'm playing is called. It was Destroy 100% Robots. Mm. Hardest was 100% on GTA because it involved the marathons, or Noam Chomsky on Half-Life 2. I never got that, I don't think, but It's a popular one, isn't it? Most fun was the portal cameras. Added so much replayability, you had to knock 33 cameras off the wall using portals. And no idea of pride. Probably GTA 5, 100% done twice on two different consoles, and he did the same with Tomb Raider, as he mentioned earlier. There you go. That's class. So again, thank you guys for sending all of your feedback in. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And again, if anyone else is, feels inspired after this to send in their achievements mm-hmm. or life goals, ha, please do. You know where to send it, man. How city wonder what's going on out there good and bad 
probably bad. Most mostly bad. Eighty-five percent bad. The other fifteen percent is what I like to think about. That's three percent people falling in love. Four percent good meals. Uh, what's that? That's seven. I think it's probably one uh, percent good hair day. That's eight. Got six percent left of goodness. I'd say serendipity. Two percent. That's a happy chance. So that's like, uh, oh, basically, it's a whole lot of good. Ross, do you want to start us off then? Ours. This is our time. Well, this we'll do one each. Like, yes. Just go through the. Yeah. We'll start with the first and last. Okay. I just before we start that, what was your gamer score? Do you know? Gamer score? Uh-huh. 44,000, I think. So mine was 75,695. Wow. Should have asked everyone for their gamer score, actually, shouldn't I? Yeah. Send your gamer scores in, guys. And that's that's finished that because I've went on to PlayStation yes. now. So. And my first one, so my first game was Quake 4. That's what oh, I right, played yeah. on, on the 360. And the achievement, I think was a complete act one. Okay. So it was just, it popped up when I finished the level. My first was on the darkness. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, it was called. 25 Gamer Score. And it said, Acquire Creeping Dark, which was just an automatic thing that happened during the story mode. And I unlocked that on the 19th of April, 2008. Mm. Mm. I, I quite liked the darkness, the, the two of them. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Mike Patton done the voice as well. That's right. Of the, the beast thing. Uh, so, my last one was uh, Stage Ready on Rocksmith. All right. Which is complete a master event. And a master event is um, when they blurred out the like the guide of the the song. Right. So, right. I've achieved a certain level on the song and yeah, took away sure. the tablature sort of thing. That's impressive. So. Impressive. Thank you. Uh, my last one, I put down 360 and the Xbox One. So my last one on three three sixty was on Miss Explosion Man, mm-hmm. and that was Hell Hath No Fury for five gamer score. Destroy ten pieces of scenery. All right, yeah. And that was unlocked on the fifteenth of January, twenty seventeen. And on the Xbox One was in the Turing Test called Boolean Logic, hundred mm-hmm. gamer score. Um, there was just some daft gates that needed to be opened up in a certain order. Yeah, like put the different things in. Apparently, Boolean Logic is a particular way of thinking about these. Different symbols and shit. Right. And unlocked that on the 16th of December, 2017. Mm. Quite recent. Shall we do hardest achievement next? Yes, yeah. Now, I will admit, I haven't chosen one. Okay, you've I've got, got a few. A few right. blast through quickly. But cool. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> My hardest that I, I decided upon was... Um, so Halo Reach, I was going for 100%, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And one of the achievements was called, If They Came to Hear Me Beg... So what you had to do was you had to perform an assassination on an elite to survive a fall. Okay. So what happens is you fall from this great distance ah, right. and you're taking an, an elite from behind with this, uh, yeah. Yep. So it clicks into the assassination like um, animation and you survive the fall. And honestly, do you, do you remember Rooster Teeth? Yeah. It was a YouTube channel that oh, specialised yeah. in guides to helping with achievements. Mm-hmm. And I find the two hosts, sorry, 
I find them really annoying. Okay. But I remember watching so many videos to help me do that. Yeah. It was the last achievement on Halo Reach I needed. And it was a massive, massive ball ache. Mm-hmm. It, it just had no rhyme or reason why it would work. Yeah. And then I remember when it popped up, thinking, thank fucking God, because yeah. I'd been at it for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, my hardest, like I say, I've got a few. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Two from Medal of Honor, the reboot. Mm-hmm. One of them is a multiplayer fire controller for 30 game of score. That was the one that I mentioned in the last episode, I think, actually, where you had to use uh, each offensive support action at least once. Mm-hmm. It was really fucking hard because you had to get the kill streaks to a certain point and then use the last thing, which was like a nuke or something like that. I unlocked that on the 22nd of December 2010. Yeah. And that was also the last day I ever played that game. As soon as I unlocked <laughs> it, I turned it off and never touched it ever again. Get it. Another one on Medal of Honor, the same game, was Conspicuous Gallantry. Uh, that was for a 100 gamer score and you had to complete all tier 1 levels under par. It was like a time limit on each level. It was hard difficulty which you couldn't die in. If mm. you died, you go in back to the start of the level. Really fucking hard. Again, that was on the 21st of October 2010. I unlocked that. Two months. So I was playing the game two months solid on multiplayer <laughs> before right. I quit. Resident Evil 5, Veteran. 30 gamer score. Complete all chapters on Veteran. Oh, well, we would have got that together. Yes. We? Yeah. And that's why it was so hard because it was, <laughs> as we've discussed before. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it held us back. Did I make it hard for you, Tom? Okay. 25th of May 20, 2009. I'm sure the the people out there will appreciate the dates. I don't know. I was wondering, you're just going to stick with that, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next, we've got XCOM Enemy Unknown, uh, Humanity Saviour. That was with 30 gamer score. Beat the game on any difficulty. I just think that it was such a something you had to commit to that game, and it took quite a bit yeah. to actually get through it all. Could could go me proudest one as well, maybe. Twelfth mm-hmm. of December, twenty twelve. Bioshock Two, Big Brass Balls, twenty five gamer score. Complete the game without using Vita Chambers or Vita Chambers. Oh, I got that. Yeah, yeah. You had you just it was kind of a bit of a cheat. Yeah, you, you just, just saved. Yeah, just disable the Vita Chambers, but because they can give you such a, a helpful. Boost. If you forgot to save, you had to go back fucking miles. I thought them Vita, that was an odd game mechanic. Mm. Because it had a quick save, so why did it need yeah. that? Uh-huh. That was on 19th of March 2013. I know you're wondering. Oh, I was, yeah. Next one, Dead Space. One gun, 40 gamer score. Complete the game using only the plasma cut. Wow. Yeah. So that was hard because you had to fucking play through the entire game again. I I was going to say, did you play the... You didn't hmm. play it through again, I... Which... I was surprised I got. I saw that. I was like, "Fucking hell, that's commitment." That. Mm. How did? I, when did I have the time to do that? I know. Really? When did I have the time just to sit and play through an entire that's game again, surprising. just with one weapon? So I, I was impressed myself that I'd done that one. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking class, me. First uh, of February 2011. <laughs> GTA 4, one man army, 40 gamer score. Survived six star one at level for five minutes. Yeah, I got that. You just hit underneath the bridge. Fourth <laughs> of March 2009. <laughs> Really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Terry showed us how to do that. He says you just hide under the bridge and it's... I did it properly. I was driving around for ages. No, oh, yeah. No. Left 4 Dead 2, Confederacy of Crunches, 30 game of score. Now, again, this was one that I was I was surprised I had. Mm-hmm. Finished a campaign using only melee weapons. Oh, That would be a good one. I, I, I got that one as well, yeah. We probably did it together. We must have done that together because we used to play that a lot together. We so did, I... That Do you remember a... the achievement on that? Because I remember playing against a weak team on Versus and there was an achievement on it where 
if someone was down, so you got to the safe room, closed the door, mm-hmm. and if someone was still outside but downed, you come back out yes. to pick them up and help them. And I was playing against a really weak team, and the lad who was playing was ver- like very vocal. He said, uh, oh, I've just been looking at your game score. You haven't got that achievement. Uh-huh. Let's get it. Oh, right, okay. So he helped us. Oh, well, that's good. Cheat. Uh, 23rd of December 2009. I don't think I said that, did I? No. No, long time ago, that man. Mm, long Seven. time. Eight years. Fuck me. Easiest ones, Ross, what you got? I just picked one because as the, the people who wrote in said, there is loads of one, like the Street Fighter ones are classic. Yeah. Turn that on. I've but, said the same. Lots of complete tutorial achievements and finished chapter ones that I haven't included because you just get them as you're going. Yeah. So the one I kind of pl- picked for, plumped on, was uh, in Dark Souls 2. Mm-hmm. There's an achievement called This is Dark Souls. And it's just dying the first <laughs> yeah. time. So it's actually. pretty fucking easy, man. <laughs> you guaranteed to get yeah. that. It actually would be an achievement to not get that one I, uh, all the way through. There's, there's some minus achievements. You ever seen them? Achievement I've seen zero game, gamer score ones, which yeah. I'll go, probably mention on the least proud of. Right. So the easiest for me, I've got a few again. Not, not as many. Uh, the Secret of Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes later, it's called. Ten gamer score. Guybrush can hold his breath for 10 minutes, but no longer than that. All you do is stand still underwater for 10 minutes. That's it. 20th of July, 2009. Mm. I, like, I like having the dates in there. <sighs> Fez. Achievement unlocked, it's called. 15 gamer score. It's The description is RT, RT, LT, RT, RT, LT, LT, LT. As pretentious as a developer himself. You enter this sequence to move the camera around when you first get the ability to rotate. All right. And you get, you get the, the achievement. 13th of April. 10, 12, I've said there. That was a long time ago. Mm. Uh, taking inventory on Minecraft. 10 game of score. Open your inventory. That's it. Yeah. 9th of May, 2012. Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway. Remember September 44. 50 game of score. 50 game of score. And all you've got to do with this is play the game on the anniversary of Operation Market Garden. All I did was literally loaded the game on that date and turned it off again. <laughs> And I actually had a reminder in my calendar, I remember, for, for like for ages to remind us to actually go back on the game. I might have been a written note, I might not have a phone at that mm-hmm. time, um, just to remind us to go on and do it. That was back in 17th of September 2009, which would be the anniversary of Operation Monogram. So that's a nice achievement to have, isn't it? Yeah. Red Faction, grab some popcorn. Five game a score. That was Red Faction Gorilla. I was watch, um, yep, watch a match in Spectator mode. Yeah. 11th of June 2009. I remember being really interested by the um, spectator mode. I was like, yeah. get in, this uh-huh. is going to be awesome. And I only ever used it once yeah. for that achievement. <laughs> Jimmy, you could have a lot of fun with them these days and actually make your own little movie, couldn't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like eSports is a big thing. Mm-hmm. So you'd think it would make a bigger thing out of spectator modes. Like mm-hmm. have a battleground spectator mode where you could zoom around anywhere on the match. But then you've got the... Actually, no, you couldn't do that because then yeah. you just get people fucking exploiting it and shit. Yeah, you would. Uh... So that was a stupid idea, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> achievement least proud of, Ross. What you got for me? So the achievement least proud of... I've kind of went down the Command and Conquer free kind of route. Okay. So that was a game... I love Command and Conquer. Yeah. And that was not a very good version of Command and Conquer. Uh-huh. So I bought it when I first got me 360... So, it had achievements that were zero achievement points. Okay, right. So, there was one called Simon Says You Lose, which is a negative achievement 
where you lose a single player game three times in a row. Right. So that's like that also had like I mentioned it had impossible achievements on because the servers were down uh-huh. and there was ones like you know yeah. win and just I I like to throw this one out as a secret achievement it had this welcome to twenty forty seven which is when the game supposedly set no you had to press the A button twenty. 20- 247 what? times the year took place and I think you had to press it in one mission so oh, you know how there's an achievement guide website uh-huh. some of the comments were like oh it's easy this one you just boot up the game and press it that many times and I was thinking yeah and it's also that. just like sick of your life I thought you were going to honestly going to say there you had to play the game in 2047 <laughs> honestly <Yeah. laughs> Although that was that was a, a bold uh, achievement to put in. Uh, guess what? Mm-hmm. I've got a few. Yeah. So let's go. Uh, achievement least proud of. Friday the 13th. Chad is a dick. <laughs> One game a score. Escape in the car or the boat by yourself while another counsellor is still alive. Uh, that's kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. 26th of November 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Fighter 4. Save your quarters. 30 game a score. Clear arcade mode without using a single continuum medium on medium or higher difficulty. Why is that in there, you ask? Well, yeah. We've heard this story before, <laughs> but it was your wife, wasn't yeah, it? She, she with, did it with a spinning lariat back in, all the way back in the 5th of March, 2009. I remember getting really ragged up playing someone online who was Zangief and I was Honda. <laughs> was he was All he was doing was that. And then he sent us a message going, you can't beat the spinning... Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the spinning lariat he was using. It was that... Oh, it was, yeah. He says you can't beat that with the, you know, Honda's, like, torpedo uh-huh. thing. And I wrote a message back. I was like, what am I fucking supposed to do? <laughs> I know what I was supposed to do. There was a grab Honda can do, okay. but I couldn't pull it off. <laughs> nice of him to give you that heads up. Yeah, he was helpful. Oh, like, you can't, sir. You can't beat this. Yeah. I just was like, fuck off. I'd love it if he, if he was role-playing it. You can't beat Zangief. With <laughs> Next one's 1 versus 100. Low rider, 5 gamer score. Answer instantly and incorrectly three times in a row. That would have been Kelly again, actually. So I'm not taking that. That game was really good. Uh, good idea, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Why did it go away? Never I know, come it's back. a shame. 20th of March, 2010. Next, we've got The Power of the Atom in Fallout 3. 20 gamer score. Uh, complete the power of the atom. Uh, I chose to destroy Megaton. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why I'm proud evil, of that one. Evil bastard. Yep. And then you go along and that woman's there all looking ghoulish. I didn't do it because... Uh, so I don't know. Oh, you're not as much of a bastard, isn't it? No. 30th of August, 2014. <laughs> Psychotic Prankstown Fallout 3 again. 10 gamer score. Plays a grenade on mine while pickpocketing. I got that one, yeah, because I, I thought I wanted the achievement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 18th of March, 2009. Big difference between those two dates, isn't it? Bloody mm-hmm. hell. Uh, brother, A Tale of Two Sons, Wishing Well. 20 gamer score. You threw someone's ball down the well. Shame on you. That's <laughs> where you pick up the basketball or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. 7th of March 2014. Can't believe that was so long ago I played that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, State of Decay, Mercy Shot, 10 game score. Kill a member of your community to prevent, prevent them from turning. Well, it's not. Uh, no, I'm not proud of killing them. It was, you know. you know. Mercy kill, but you mm-hmm. know. I'd rather them turn into a zombie. Zombie. 7th of March, 20, no, 29th of June 2013. What a fucking game. Next one is <laughs> Kane and Lynch, Iron Flower, 50 game score. Complete the game on hard. One day you might find out exactly why. <laughs> that is one I'm so embarrassed of. Third of June, two thousand eight. You'll have that one as well, won't you, Ross? Uh, I just blocked that from my memory. 
Well, I didn't get that achievement because I think I was playing it at yours. Split screen or something. And it, I was playing it split screen. Oh, and at that time, I hadn't imported my gamer tag. That's one of the games where I try to delete the game, the achievements from you. <laughs> gamer scores yeah. so Paris. Next, I've got two from Red Dead Redemption. You can probably guess one of them. I can't. Dastardly, five gamer oh, score. Yeah. Place a hogtied woman on the train tracks and witness her death. Mm-hmm. 30th of July, 2010. Next one is Manifest Destiny, five gamer score. Kill the last buffalo in the plains. Ah. 29th of July, 2010. Basically, make them go extinct. Yeah, make them. And we've got a few here from Stick of Truth. And then we'll move on to the mm. achievement most proud of. There was quite a few that are just absolutely disgusting. Yeah. So You got 100% on that, didn't I you? I did. I played the game through about three times. Uh, first one, Outpatient, 15 gamer score. You defeated Princess Kenny while living with dire AIDS. <laughs> Inside Joke, 15 gamer score. While inside Mr. Slave, you summoned uh-huh. Mr. Slave. Uh, perverted, 15 gamer score. You watched your parents have sex for 60 seconds. <laughs> Pulling Mud, 15 gamer score. In three separate battles, you shit your pants. Uh, Truth to Power, 15 gamer score. You fought that on four major authority figures. <laughs> Animal Cruelty, 25 gamer score. You fought that on animals 25 times. And Too Far, 15 gamer score. You fought it on the corpse of an aborted Nazi fetus. Oh, God. And the list does go on. Uh, you could probably put pretty much every achievement in that game in that list. But <laughs> yeah, you go. achievements we're most proud of Ross what you got for me so I've got a few for this one um, excellent so first one I would say there's Rocksmith one Super Elite Guitarist where it's like you Super reach... Elite Guitarist Super Elite Guitarist Super Elite Guitarist <laughs> yes thanks for belittling that <laughs> so you just reach level 10 where it's you know means you have to <laughs> you know <laughs> well it means you have to um, you have to finish quite a lot of the songs and whatnot. yeah so I like that um, Half-Life 2, one bullet. So it was like, finish episode one, firing exactly one bullet. Oh, God, Grenades, yes. crowbar, and rocket, and grab gun are okay. Wow, yes. So I played episode one twice, obviously. Uh-huh. And I remember doing it one night. Uh-huh. And it was... I, I would imagine really, that being quite fun. It was. It was yeah. really cool. Because you, you're forced to use the other, like the gravity gun and stuff, the inventive ones. Well, I mean, a good one from... Because I think that um, everyone goes on about the, the gnome one. Yeah. From from Half Life Two, and its episodes, but I think there's there's quite a few cool achievements like well thought out, like one the Ravenholm one. That's what I want to mention. Yeah. So I got that one, mm-hmm. and you'll probably bring. Well, well, well I'll just say it's it's, it's Zombie Chopper, twenty five GS playthrough Ravenholm using only the grav gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I it's... unlocked that on the 31st of May 2008. When did you unlock it? <laughs> that is not part of my note. <laughs> um, so we'll co- continue on the ones I'm most proud of. Um, Iron Boy on Meat Boy. All right. It was complete the first chapter without dying. Wow. So I got really into Meat Boy, but I never finished all the Dark World. It was just too much for uh-huh. us. I finished the Light World. And I also done Bandage Girl, which unlocked. Yeah. But that was quite a tough achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo ODST Firefight. So Firefight on ODST was essentially Horde mode. Mm-hmm. But what was so annoying about Horde mode, the, their version of Horde mode on the Halo games, was you could only invite friends to play it. Right. So the achievements for the Firefight, each each Firefight map had an achievement. You had to score tw- two hundred thousand points on it. Why it was so hard is I'd done it in single player. Right. So the game was designed for four people to play. Mm-hmm. And there were, I remember making a choice. Do I play on elite level or hard? You get less points and stuff. Mm-hmm. It took about an hour and a half to do. You got six lives and you could get more lives. But it was really, really difficult. Especially when you were expected to beat some of these fucking um, massive brutes. That that was the enemy in that game. The brutes they kind of like they look like apes, mm-hmm. yeah. but it was so difficult, especially on ODST where your energy doesn't recharge, and then as the game plays through, skulls come up, which makes it even harder. Uh, but the final one that I would like to mention was um, Plants vs Zombies. I had the top, I had all the achievements on that game, and um, it was alive and planting. So it was Survive 40 Waves on Zombie Evil, which was their kind of just like endless survival mode. Mm. And it was fucking nails. And that was an achievement that one of my friends, and I remember asking us, like, how did I get yeah, that? Yeah. And I did watch a tutorial video on helping us, but it was really, really tough. Uh-huh. It took about an hour as well to play for And I tried numerous times to play but I really liked Plants vs. Zombies. You did, uh, you, you told me about it. Uh, initially, I'd never heard of it until you told us about it. And I, I like tower it. defense games. Yeah. I, I I haven't played one for ages. Nah, I haven't played one for a long time. Excellent. My turn. Mm-hmm. Again, I've got a couple. I'd prefer if you would have kept it to one. <laughs> <laughs> so, most proud of Left 4 Dead 2 Scattering Ram, 20 gamer score. As a charger, both through the entire team in a single charge. I remember this one being quite difficult for me. It took us a canny while. Mm-hmm. I think the best place to do it was where there was a wedding or something. There was loads of chairs. Oh, is that is that a different achievement actually? Where you got to ball through? It is. Uh, That's a different achievement. That, isn't it? that came with the DLC, right? The okay. survival. What? Uh... So that one was difficult, but this one, uh, I tried quite a bit for quite a while to get it. And mm-hmm. when you do get it, it's really really satisfying because you just fuck them up. Yeah. And that was 28th of March, 2014. Bioshock, seriously good at this. 40 game of score. The players completed the game on the hardest difficulty setting. 20th of March. Sorry, 20th of January, 2010. I must have got that one as well. Cause yeah. It's I, quite a, it's a standard one if you play it through, but I just yeah. I remember it being quite a trial for me because like, I, I left the game for a while mm-hmm. and came back to it and uh, kept going through it. Um, so when I finally did it, I was like really happy that I'd managed to do it. The Secret of Monkey Island... Human Cannonball, 10 gamer score. Finished the game in record time. We hope you were wearing a helmet. That was because I played, I think it was like the third time I played it through. Mm-hmm. And you've got to fucking hammer it. It's a really small amount, small window of time you've got. 
When was that, sorry? 20th of July 2009 it was. Thanks for asking. Uh-huh. Braid, speedrun, 15 game score. Complete a full speedrun, beating the challenge time. Again, another one, very similar. Just play the game as fast as fuck. Mm-hmm. 16th of September 2009. Uh, Red Faction Gorilla, got any fingers left. 15th game of score. That was beat all the pro times in Demolition Master. So they were dotted around the map, uh, I recall. Uh, and you had to destroy like an area in like a mech or something like that as fast as you could. Was that not the second... Was that not the third game mode? Because there was another... wasn't that you could play online. Mm-hmm. You could play the actual um, oh, thing itself. Okay. Or, or you could... There was like 10 of them or something where you like destroyed right. it. Okay. Oh, I'm mistaken, but I do remember being very proud of that particular achievement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was on the 9th of May 2011. You know, there was an achievement on that game that I really wanted and I just couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. It was, let me think, it's almost like it would make a note of how you killed every enemy, mm-hmm. like online. And you had to get medals, I think it was, for each for all the ki- ways of killing people. Right. And there was one way that I hadn't killed. I'd only killed people two times. Right, okay. And it was using that backpack, that thrust one. Oh, I had I actually had that achievement. Kill um, kill, uh, kill someone with a backpack ten times. That's it, yes. Yeah, I had it. Well done. Yeah, thank you Well, that should be in there. Yeah, when when did he get that? What um, date? It was 20th of <laughs> June uh, 2010. Factual incorrection. Red, red factual incorrection. <laughs> red alert. Red fact. No, oh, it doesn't matter. The, the next one's Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2009. Ace in the hole. 25 gamer score. Get a hole in one. Didn't Terry do that? For me? Yeah, I'm sure we were eight years and we're playing it. Didn't do that to us. Didn't do that to us, mate. <laughs> Not like this. 16th of January 2011 is when I got that achievement. Uh. <laughs> we were playing at Tiger Woods at yours, and I remember we were having a four-player game. Yeah, and I got the achievement for a mm, one. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> oh, mate, this achievement list is shit. All me fucking mates and family members got the uh, Evolve Massacre, 2000, uh, sorry, 20 game of score. Kill an entire hunter team. As a stage one monster. Oh. So that's before you even evolve. Right. That's quite a good achievement. That is good. Yeah, I did that one. Right, good. Fucking hell. Might turn wow. out that I've, I've been in a coma for three years. And yeah, someone else of these were mine. Is that why you got such an impressive beard? Because you've been in the- <laughs> <laughs> 27th of March, 2017. Actually, if I wasn't in a coma, that would explain that fan. That doesn't make any sense in reality. No. Also, the fact you haven't mentioned we actually got another review on iTunes. Oh my God, we did, yeah. We've got another review Bibble, on iTunes. Was it? Uh, Biddy, Biddy123 or something like that. If that's you, please tell us who you are. Yeah. Because if it's someone that we know, I'll be slightly disappointed. I know. <laughs> if it's someone that we don't know, hey, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll really do appreciate it, even if it is yeah. somebody we know. And please, lush. everybody, leave a review on iTunes. Yeah. It made what, if you like this podcast and you've listened to this point and you want to, you know, yeah. make a bit of pleasure and we're like, Aye. do that. Give a little back. Like that guy did that Is I can't. Bibby, Biddy, Bibby, Bibby, one, two, three. I don't know. Good lad. I made, oh, he's one of Yeah, I'm tipping me hat of it. Or, or lass. Oh, he, yeah. I don't know. Could have breast. Left for Dead, Man vs. Tank, 30GS, game of score. Single-handedly kill a tank. Did you get that one for us, did you? Or was I did, that someone I. else? <laughs> 30th of January, 2009, apparently. Allegedly. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, redeemed, 100 gamer score. That was mentioned by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe Michael. Uh, get it 100% in a single-player game. It was Michael. Uh, no, it was Simon, I think. Mm, yes. 9th of August, 2010. 
a split second world beater 50 gamer score get an online form of one you got 100% on that as well didn't you I did because I'm great 10th of July 2010 and finally Rocket League sky high 25 gamer score score an aerial goal nice very difficult to do don't remember doing it glad I did mm-hmm. 1st of May 2016 it was when you went in the coma wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's my list. That's your list. Yeah. Congratulations. Now, what would... <laughs> That's my list. There you go. What would the achievement be called for us talking about this topic for the last 30, 40 minutes? Um, testing your patience or something. <laughs> Time waster. How much gamer score would you get for it? I think it would be like a quite a hefty one, like yeah. 40 or 40. 50. Yeah. I hate the ones that were like that funny number though, like 35. Yeah, something daft. There's ones that are free, isn't there? Like free gamer points. I'm sure there's a one like that. Or like, just one, two, three. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Three game, right? Which is annoying. It's a stupid number that I, I don't like an odd number like that. It's mm. a lot of fives. Yeah. Achievement unlocked on it. Congratulations. Ting. That's it. All done and dusted. Another episode in the bag. Mm-hmm. The big satchel. The big Gonoxley satchel. I do have a satchel and I'm... Um... Putting it on sack. right now and going. Goodbye, everyone. In Gonoxley's sack. All right. Yeah. A big old throbbing, hanging sack. That's where all of these podcasts are shit from. I did say that I had three questions. Ah, oh, of course. I'll, I'll unpack my bag. <laughs> Sit back down, please. Mm-hmm. Don't run. I'm revving up the engine. Run, 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 run. So, as I said before, a new question to ask any future guests. The command. This will be. This will form part of their questions. Mm-hmm. But also, ones that I want all of our former guests to answer. Please, if you could, answers on a pancake. That was a good joke. That. Mm-hmm. So, we'll read them out next episode, and we will give our answers as well. Mm-hmm. So, what stat, along with the usual like strength, intelligence, etc., did you get a point during your initial character creation screen, as in when you were born? I'll start off. I'll actually give my answer now. Right. Uh, I got plus one in procrastination because I'm always going to do it tomorrow. Do you understand the question? Is it a I question? do because yeah. I played D and D and I got we. I showed you my mm-hmm. character sheet, didn't I? Yes. Uh, one of my negatives was yes. I don't understand sarcasm. <laughs> I said that as a joke, and now it's actually on me fucking character list. <laughs> so yes, if you could uh, have a think of that, come up with a. A particular talent mm-hmm. or characteristic, whatever. Yeah, character trait. Plus one, plus two, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Character trait, thank you. Excellent. Uh, the other one, I want to know three famous people you, if you could, from history, past, present, or f- not future, that doesn't make sense, past or present, <laughs> to play games with for a day. So, like, you know, the, the dinner party sort of thing. Yeah, three yeah. famous people you have dinner party with. Mm-hmm. Three famous people you could choose to play games with for a day. Mm-hmm. And finally... Oh, you're not going to answer that one now? I'm not going to answer that one now, no. I haven't thought about it just yet. And finally, one more question relating, because there's a new Han Solo film coming out. Mm -hmm. Which iconic movie character's shoes are simply too big to fill in a remake stroke recasting? This, I don't think, actually this, I haven't read it again, this isn't a question that's going to be asked of every future guest, I don't think. It's just a question that the guests, past guests can answer in a topic for what we discuss maybe in the next podcast. Oh, good, yeah. So... Obviously, Han Solo, there's a bit of people aren't too sure whether this guy can fill the shoes of uh, yeah. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Other examples could be Ripley. Definitely good one, yeah. Neo. Yes, uh, yeah. Or even maybe Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. I think 
see what you like about Downey Jr. But yeah. I think he's ideal for that role. Uh-huh. So guys, have a think. Let me know. It's a, a difficult one, that, yeah. Good question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Thanks. So yes, like I say, having, having read them out now, the first two definitely would be asked of future guests, but maybe this one just for the next podcast just to have a think about because I don't know whether that would... You're gonna. It's a finite list, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's. It's. The, you're gonna get to a point where you go. Fuck. I can't think of anyone else. So we'll just ask people next episode if you can send in the answers to that one. That'd be great, and we'll have a little chat about it. Sweet. Ross, anything else you want to say about episode thirty-three? No. <laughs> what about the way I said thirty-three? Uh-huh. I hope it's episode thirty-three. That'll be embarrassing. Yeah, you just have to edit it. No oh, God. Well, that's it then. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much. You have been listening to God's No. <laughs> All right, end of episode. Goodbye, everybody. A really short one this month. That's what she said. Okay.